And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it is the wonderful, wonderful Network Marketing Leadership Show. And I am here with my co-host, the one and only Adrian Chenault, and it's a pretty fun start on the day already. I came in with the wrong kind of shirt on, so they made me change my shirt. It was too close to the start of the show. I took my show off, my shirt off in front of Jordan and Adrian and Chad and Mihai and Lucian and Marianne. Everybody threw up, hurt my feelings. Here we are. I thought I was looking kind of buff. You're looking fantastic. Hello, Jordan. How are you? Good. How do you know that somebody didn't hit Control Command Three when you had? Oh, everybody got pictures of it. They all just. Me and that's, Arnold. That's pretty low in the pantheon I, of Tom Chenault blackmail material. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, they, have, they have far more than that. So, you guys, there's no nicer guy in network marketing. You can't unsee that stuff, Tom. What? You can't unsee that. <laughs> See, he is acting like he and I don't spoon together. He took oh. me to his house. And, you know, he tried the old, this is what you do when you're trying to hook somebody into coming to their house. Would you like to walk over to my house? So I walk over to his house. Would you like to come in my apartment? We go in. Next thing I know, he's got all, I walk in and he's got all these big shirt, no shirt, clothes, things in his room. All pictures of himself, life size, all over the place. He called this, this is the Jordan Adler room. It was beautiful. So I said, how am I ever going to get even? with that because it totally scarred me and I thought well maybe I'll wear a shirt that doesn't work on the radio show take it off on the air in front of Jordan and get even with him and here he is I'll here we are him. okay we're even get started let's go okay Jordan <laughs> you're the nicest guy in the, in the business in the network marketing business you have proved definitively two things number one never ever ever quit and number two nice guys finish first and there is no doubt in my mind about that. You are truly one of the kindest, best guys I know. And you're always calling me on the phone, asking me what you can do for me, which literally a handful of people do. And I love you for that, man. So thank you for your contribution to everything wonderful about this profession. Thank you, Tom. It's How's great that? to be here with you. I appreciate the invitation. This is always fun. And how do you it's like it? It's always fun. Adrian's a great guy, and he's got some great ideas, doesn't he? He's not bad. So here's he's the to get That guy's a marketing guy right there. I know, but yeah. it is called the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chanel. Do you see Adrian anywhere there? No. no. It's your show. Okay, thank you. Until I am gone. But they did change the name from the Tom Chanel Show because they have the feeling my demise is imminent. So <laughs> who knows? But anyway, so Jordan... So much going on in the world of politics, so much going on in the world and people shooting each other, hatred, all kinds of things all over the world. I did not tell you what I wanted to talk to you about, but I think it is incumbent upon people like you, people like me, people like him to bring love, compassion, and relationship back to a world that desperately needs it. And there aren't many professions embracing that thought process like network marketing. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. You know, we're, we're in the relationship building business. And, and I found that, you know, this is the network marketing leadership show. And I found that um, when you, it, the people that do the best in business are the people that build the strongest connections with people as friends. And that's why you're great at this business. And when I look at all the top leaders in network marketing, they're great at building friendships. And some of those friendships result in powerful business relationships and some of them just become friendships. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the boat. People that go into this business thinking that it's all about just getting business. It's all about just networking to do business. And it's really about building friendships. And um, the way you do that is by treating people right. I'm reading a book right now called The Mist. I just got this book and somebody mailed it to me and I have no idea who mailed it to me. I need to find out. It might have been the guy that wrote it. I'm not sure, but it's called the Mr. Thank You Note, the Mr. Thank You Project. And this is a journey to elevate the level of gratitude on the planet. And this guy right here, what he decided to do at one point is send five thank you notes a day to people that he meets throughout his life. And he just tells the stories of the difference that it's made in his life and the lives of the people that he met along the way. And it's a phenomenal book, but you know, it's like, um, I was at this uh, big event in um, a, a big BNI, Business Network International event in 
in Scottsdale, Arizona, two days ago with Dr. Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI, and Cody Bateman. Meet him. Cody Bateman was there. Bob Berg, the Go Giver. I don't know if you've read that. You know Bob. Of course. Um, yeah. Have you had him on your on your show? Three times. Okay, good. So, but I, again, I I look at these people that have you know expansive worldwide networks, and the reason they do well in business is not because they're extra smart. It's because they've built relationships with hundreds and in some cases, thousands of people. And if you want to get something done, you go to one of these people and they know somebody that can, that can, they can connect you with it's about making those connections. That's it's all, that's, it's, that's all it is. And uh, when you, when you have a, a, a powerful product or a powerful service that you know can make a difference for people and you focus on building those connections uh the rest kind of just takes care of itself that's 100 percent true and and you know dr meisner and and bni is is such a great example because i i think that network marketing is a phenomenal profession but i think these principles apply far wider than that into all these different professions that bni unites together and that you, no matter where you do, no matter what kind of business you're in, that those same sort of things apply. It's all about how do you build relationships? How do you become a person that is willing to offer value to everybody that they come in contact with, that they want to contribute? And when you do that, all sorts of things start coming back to you in your own business, in your own life, right? Absolutely. So, I'm, so that's a great point, Adrian. I'm sitting I, I'm had, at dinner a couple nights ago with Dr. Ivan Meisner. He's sitting next to me. We've got about 10 people at the table. And I thought to myself, this guy that I'm sitting next to is probably one of the most well-connected people on the planet. He started the largest privately held business networking organization in the world with 260,000 active members. And then I thought about how did I meet this guy? I met him because I was at a networking event 15 years ago and a construction worker introduced me to a guy that's about Adrian's age. And I asked if I could take him to lunch and we ended up going to lunch and becoming friends. And I became friends with his wife, Kelly. They were newly married and we became very close family friends. And ultimately over time, I met Dr. Meisner through the BNI organization, introduced him to the, our founder and made that connection. Well, in two weeks, I'm going to be on Necker Island, which is Richard Branson's what? Island. Yes. You invited me to Albuquerque. You're coming to, you're coming to, Las Cruces, not Albuquerque. Okay, Las keep going. Cruces. You're going to Necker Island. Keep going. I'm going to be on Necker Island with Dr. Ivan Meisner and his wife, Beth, and 15 other people and Richard Branson. But the way, the way that happened is all about making connections and building friendships. And then also always looking for ways that you can provide value to those individ individuals that you meet. So it's not just making the connection, but it's also looking for ways that you can uplift those people. And you do that through the contributions that you can make to their life. Always asking yourself, you know, what can I provide to them that's going to make a difference for them and make their life better or help them do business better. And when you make that kind of a contribution, they want to be around you more. My job in my life, and I tell this to I'm, two guys flew in from Montreal, Canada that are in another network marketing company flew down just to shadow me. And they said, what's your most important thing that you do? And I said, making sure that everybody that, leave, uh, that I meet leaves feeling better about themselves than when they got there. Absolutely. If I can do that. And I am going to tell you, I never let people mention company names on here because it's just, oh, it's not. It's I didn't not, do that, uh, did I? I no. didn't. Oh, okay. Okay. And I have been jealous of send out cards <laughs> forever. And I would listen to this because this is important. This is an important confession. And I would get the envelope and I'd look at it and I go, oh, this was written by a computer. And I've gotten those cards for years. And I was an arrogant jerk, you know, because I was in another company. And, I didn't, and I'd say if they really liked me, they'd, kept, they'd send me a, a note with their handwriting on it. And I was such a jerk about that. And finally, I shifted it a lot. And as a result of that, did we lose him, Marianne? No, I'm, I'm here. Can okay. You hear me? As a result of that, um, Jason, and we don't have a screen. So at the result, at the, as a result of that, all of a sudden it shifted. And I started realizing the heart behind all those cards I was getting. That real estate lady named Gail. That just she's is the, like, she is the best. She's Gail. Not, yeah, she's just this unbelievably kind person. But the point I make 
is I can tell you one thing right now. A card, a telephone call, something meaningful is so important. I don't, you know, the people that supposedly love me don't even text me. They don't call me. They don't email me. I get jack. And then all of a sudden I get, I, get, I get all these notes from people like Jordan and people like that. And it is so doggone important. So I want to plug that because then we got on Cody's podcast and I saw Cody's heart. I saw his eyes. I saw how he loved people and believed in people. And it reminded me of so much of you and this like-minded tribe that you guys have built of doing that. And then I started really looking around at all the network marketers sending me send out card stuff to market their own businesses because they can just be customers in your company. And I'm not telling all of you guys to join send out cards. I'm telling you to join something like send out cards. If you don't join send out cards, because it makes a difference having people know that you're thinking of them. And that is the end of the infomercial for Jordan Adler. But this guy and his company and this mission is important to bring us together again. So I never say that, but I did it because you're doing the right thing, Jordan, keep it up. Thank you, Tom. Can I give you a plug right now? No, no, no. So this Tom, is not, this is Tom not spoke pro, pro. at Tom spoke at the GoPro, the big uh, network marketing pro um, uh, uh, business ex exposition, the, the training that we had at the uh, at where was it at the MGM Grand Arena, thousands and thousands of people, and he spoke about how to um, build relationships and connect with Uber drivers. And this book that I'm re reading right now. They actually have. Ha! Good he deal. Actually, he actually sent a thank you card to his Uber driver. And this is the thank you card. Now, this has nothing to do with our company, by the way. This yeah. is just a book somebody sent me because they thought it would be interesting to me. But again, it just goes back to the importance. And Tom Chenault, not Adrian Chenault, although Adrian is right up there. But Tom Chenault is the, ma is the master at uh, making people feel great. And, um, you know, Tom throws out compliments, but he throws out sincere, genuine compliments, and he does it to everybody. That he, that everybody that truly imp makes a positive impression on him. He's real good at it. And that's the reason why he's made millions of dollars in network marketing is because he doesn't do it to make millions of dollars in network marketing. He does it because it's the right thing to do. He makes friends with people. People right, love right, Shut up. We're going to a break. I cannot stand all this. <laughs> all right. We'll be back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault and Adrian Chenault and Jordan Adler. Stick around. And we're back. You got Richard Brooke watching. You got Els Capel watching Richard. from Amsterdam. I mean, it is crazy. Jason uh, Cardamone, I love him. The other Barreco kid. Jason Barreco is on here. Unbelievable, Jared Jordan. You, you pull people. So I, I wanted to show you this, Tom. So on my phone, I've set some alarms. I don't mm -hmm. know if you can see this, but if you look at the 9 a.m. alarm, do you see that? Yeah. So you were my 9 a.m. compliment. Do you see that? It says compliment someone. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So at 9 a.m. every morning, my alarm goes off to remind me to compliment somebody. That is so Inspired cool. by you, I right? And then uh, at noon, feel five heartbeats. Yeah. At three o'clock, you're crushing 2020. At 5 p.m., uh, appreciate somebody. And then at 8 p.m., send a card and a gift. Crazy. Every day. Every day. So what do you got, MrContactMapping.com? We're at the break. <laughs> so I, I was just thinking as you were talking about send out cards and what, what I think that enables and, and why I think that there's such an overlap between who Jordan is, what Jordan does, and what we're doing at Contact Mapping is I think the magic of being able to send a card right from your fingertips is that it, you have taken away all of the distance between I thought of Jordan, he's a great guy, and oh, but wait, I don't have any thank you notes, or oh, wait, I'm not at my house, or oh, wait, I don't have a stamp, or oh, wait, all the BS that stops us from just living into that sense of gratitude and connection. And so whether it's sending a card, whether it's picking up the phone the moment that that person flips through your brain and just immediately dialing, dialing the phone, which this guy does literally to a fault. <laughs> to a fault. <laughs> but, but does tremendously well. And it's just, calling somebody up and saying, 
I just love you and I don't have anything to say to you other than that I love you or that I think you're cool, when no one gets that phone call ever. And you can make a profound difference in people's lives. And then if you take it to the next level and you go and you ask them about their kid by name, or you ask them about that thing they told you they were worried about the last time you talked to them on the phone or whatever it is, that's what contact mapping enables you to do is it enables you to separate that distance between thought and action and to have this history with every person that you've ever met to be able to tap into and to bless them by playing back their story. And we were at breakfast this morning with our friends from, from Canada and this guy stops by the table and dad played back his story to him in a really powerful way. And this guy teared up at the, at the breakfast table because he spoke so kindly, but also so truly of his story, which he remembered without, you know, he, he was able to recall it because he cared enough to remember. And the impact that that moment had, you, could, you can't put a price on that. Whether you ever do business, whether you do anything else, being that kind of person in somebody's life is truly priceless. And what contact mapping is really about is having you be that kind of person. And if you can be that kind of person, you're going to make a big difference in the world. So Absolutely. that's what it's about. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a customer of, of Adrian's and contact mapping. I, uh, I use contact mapping and I read a quote uh, the other day that says, curiosity is, the pure, curiosity is the precursor to appreciation. And appreciation is the birthplace of empathy with empathy, we grow in compassion, and the more compassion we have, the more deep and meaningful ways we connect. Wow. And, that's, and, and that's really what you're talking about, Adrian, because curiosity, asking questions, learning about people, learning you know, what are their interests, what are they excited about in life, what are they feeling the pressure about, uh, what is it that they're looking forward to, all those kinds of things, tell you know learning about people that curiosity is the precursor to appreciation that gives you the ability to really appreciate people in a way that's meaningful to them that is unbelievable and, uh, yeah and let, let me say two words right now in case I, we can even salvage this part we're back this is the network marketing leadership show with tom chanel we have got the great jordan adler with us and he wants to read a great quote right now that oh. you have got to hear no matter what because it is going to change the world because it's what we all stand for. Richard, the great Richard Brooke just sent us a quote from Maya Angelou too. I'll read that shortly, but read that quote, Jordan, because it is magical. Would you read that again right now for me? Absolutely. I thought we were on the air, but apparently we weren't. Curiosity is the precursor to appreciation and appreciation is the birthplace of empathy with empathy, we grow in compassion, and the more compassion we have, the more and deep, the more deep and meaningful ways we connect. And and you know, uh, Adrian Chenault's uh, company, Contact Mapping, which I am a client, um, allows you to record all those things you learn about people in a way that's easily accessible, so that you can then appreciate people at a level that will be meaningful to them. Who said that, Jordan? Do you know that's who said John, that? John Israel. Man, a lot. That's yeah. heavy duty. Well, you know, going back to you, going back to your profound belief in nice guys finishing first, you've made millions of dollars in this profession by leading with your heart. When you finally, like my shirt says, when you finally fired your brain and you just became the best Jordan possible, everything shifted for you. And what I want to talk about is the man that you were versus the man that you are because of what happened to you six months ago where you got within an inch of losing your life. You are a new human being yet one more time and reinvented one more time a lot more grateful even though you were already a very grateful man. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, I, w I was actually in Costa Rica um, for, between Christmas and New Year's at a, a yoga retreat. And, uh, I, and, and it really gave me an opportunity to really stop and really get present and um, let go of all the things, all the noise that, you know, we get caught up in our lives. So I was there and every morning there was no talking. There were about 30 people and there was no talking till noon. Uh, we did yoga every morning. We ate 
breakfast every morning in silence. We were at the beach, so we got to sit and listen to the waves. And it really allowed me to, to look back on my life and really begin to embrace just the miracle of life. And that uh, we play such a small role in everything that happens around us. So like, for example, you know, there's waterfalls and there's the sun. You know, if the sun goes out, we cease to exist. And we're all connected in that way. We're all connected. The, you know, the, 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 the leaves from the trees provide us with the oxygen that we breathe. And without that vegetation, we, we cease to exist on the planet. We're all connected. And uh, it really helped me to, to get uh, in alignment with that. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I, was, I came very close to death um, on August 27th. Uh, the helicopter that I was hovering in, I turned the controls over to a guy and, and uh, about four seconds later, we crashed. We had been hovering, you know the story. And uh, I got pulled from the wreckage. There was fuel pouring all around us. Um, th for, thank God there was not a spark. If there had been a spark, I probably wouldn't be here with you today. And uh, it, it shook my world. And it, it, it gave me an opportunity to really get clear that uh, you know, I have a, a, a purpose. I have a, a continued purpose here on this planet. And um, so I'm, I'm living out that purpose. And I, you know. So. You're doing a beautiful job of it. And Thank you. I've, I've, I, I, I didn't need a shift, but I've seen a shift. I didn't think you could be more kinder and more humble. <laughs> and I didn't think you could be a better guy. But you have done that. And earlier on the show, when we were doing the pre-show, you were talking about literally weeping around the circumstance of a friend of yours. And, yeah. you know, when people say that to you, you really can't visualize people weeping, especially grown men. But when I heard him say that, there was no doubt in my mind that's exactly what was going on because this guy's heart is so much bigger than his brain. And if you don't go to jordanadler.com and if you don't follow this guy, and maybe if you don't get embraced in sort of, sort of a wholesale account with send out cards, you're making a big mistake because this guy is the real deal and what they're up to is the real deal. And we can't afford to lose anybody else. People are dying around us far too much. People are fighting. People are angry. Stress is so high. I don't want that. I want my shirt to tell the story where we are absolutely embracing, holding hands, looking for togetherness, not separation. So we're going to take another little break. This is regular radio. Richard Brooke loves these. So please stick around and listen to the survivalist commercials on the Genesis Communications Network. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. It's Tom and Adrian and Jordan on the commercial. Okay, so the commercial lasts, Jordan, until exactly 34. So those oh, of you... But they can, they can still see us, right? Everybody's watching on the internet. Ah. Earlier on the... Yeah, so I, I was This weeping. is the internet radio show portion of yeah, you're not when you alluded your, to earlier. You're not going to take your shirt off again. No, but Jordan refuses to call this a radio show. So earlier I was weeping, like he was weeping, but I was weeping over the fact that he kept calling it an internet radio show, like every Tom, Dick, and Harry has, not a, like a huge radio show like this really isn't. Blowtorch. <laughs> yeah, blowtorch. So no. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we're happy, and he's our, he's our only sponsor. So this give we give him the microphone. Take it away. That's pretty perfect. <laughs> What's up? So Jordan, I I love you showing your uh, your little alarms earlier and and kind of living into this process of gratitude and this process of connection and, and reaching out to people. And I actually want to use this as an opportunity to invite anybody who's watching because starting tomorrow we are kicking off. We're going to do a thirty day twenty twenty kickoff where we're doing something very similar to what you're talking about there, where we're gonna take hundreds of people from our community and we are going on this journey over 30 days to establish a set of daily habits about connecting and building relationships and staying in touch and showing them how to do it daily and how to do it daily in a way that is really approachable. Like you know, what Jordan showed you, it wasn't 50,000 alarms, it was four or five alarms during the day four or five tiny little activities. But when you do those things day in and day out, magic starts to happen, both in terms of the results that it produces, but also just, it. I think it changes you internally as a human being. And you've done many of those practices, I would imagine, far before you ever had those alarms. And so talk maybe a little bit about that, about how that practice of appreciating people and caring for people in relationships before you go there. you. I know it, but before you go there, I need you guys to know that when it comes to alarms, I kick 
Jordan Adler's ass. Oh, look at this. Wow. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bingo, bingo. This is why you're so alarming, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I am a very alarming man, but I can't remember anything. And so I have that little, you never even hear it. It's like this a little electric. I found an alarm that is like, just I can hear it, but no one else can. Oh, it reminds me to do all these specific measurable results that I have to put into existence. Otherwise, I'm eating bonbons and sleeping and calling Richard Brooke on the phone. So it's like the dog whistle alarm where <laughs> so, you can hear it. Yeah, it's so quiet, but no one else can. It's cool. Go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so talk about how those practices not just impact other people, but how that changes you as you've done that. You know, little things that you do every day, a little new habit for 2020 that you can implement. Any, any new little habit can make a seismic shift in your life. So for example, if that's all you decided to do was read a chapter from a book every morning, if that's all you ever did, like that's your new, that's your new habit for 2020, that will create a seismic shift in your life. If that's all you did was want, write one thank you card a day for 2020, that will create a seismic shift in your life. If that's all you did was say, you know what, I'm going to intentionally meet two people a day just two new people every day for 2020, that will create a seismic shift in your life. You don't have to do everything. You just have to make one shift or two shifts and that will, two habits, two new habits, and that will shift everything for you. Because it's, it, one of the things that I've learned is that, um, that almost every single dream that I've ever accomplished and achieved in my life, and I've got a lot of, that I'm very, a lot of them that I'm very proud of, um, and I know you do too, every single one of them was a result that, that it was created through meeting somebody. It was created through meeting somebody. So when I look at getting my helicopter pilot's license or writing my book, my first book, Beach Money, or my second book, Beach Money, or, uh, or you know, being on the Virgin Galactic uh, space program, or, you know, uh, being part of the Kiva organization to be able to help businesses. All of those are a result of meeting, of, of, of meeting somebody new. And so sometimes that, that's all it is. It's just like, maybe I'm going to intentionally meet somebody new every day, intentionally, where I'm going to strike a conversation or, or create some type of an activity that will ensure that I meet somebody new every day. So those are examples of some habits. All right, let's go back. All right. And we're back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault. Hello, buddy. Hello. Or is this guy just teaching us a lesson or what? Every time, man. Every All right. So, Tom, I, what? Can we talk about residual income? I, do you ever make it? Do, Does do anyone what, ever make residual income? I, you know a few people that have. Okay, so let's talk about it. Is that okay if we talk about residual income? I want you to. Okay. I, I think it's an important topic. Fire it up. Um, my buddy, Mark Herdering, who's literally in his last few hours of life on the earth. Um, we've known each other for 20 years, and he's got ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. In fact, minutes before this radio show with you, I was on the phone uh, with his friend Steve, and we were bawling our eyes out. Mark um, has a residual check, uh, and... For, and he, because of that residual check, he was able to write a book. Um, he was able to take a couple of years off. He didn't work for a couple of years and he wrote a book called Hanging Out for a Living. And that book in many ways is his legacy. It's an amazing, that's part of his legacy. But the cool thing is that that residual check uh, is, it, it, it lives on beyond Mark. Um, Mark's goal was to uh, earn a hundred initially was to earn $180 a month so he could pay his utility bill. And then when he got to that point, he said, you know what, I want to be able to make my cell phone bill with my residual check. So he got his, he, he added an additional 150 to his residual. So he got to a point building his business where he was making $300 a month, a little over $300 a month. And then he said, I want to have a car payment. So he, he got to the point where his car payment was covered with his residual check. And he did this over a period of three and a half years where he had his car, his utility bill, his cell phone bill, his car payment, his rent. He didn't make a lot of money, but he had a residual check that covered his life, his basic um, financial needs. And it allowed him to move to Portland where he wanted to spend, you know, the remainder of his life. And so he moved 
to Portland and for the, and then he took a couple years off and smoked cigars and wrote a book. And, uh, and that residual check will be passed on. Um, and I, I got to tell you, I, I just want to say this about residual. It's really crazy because there's not too many adults that don't want a residual check. If you interviewed a thousand people that are eight over 18 years old and you said, would you like a residual check? Almost all of them would say yes. The reason most people don't have it is because they don't believe it's possible or they don't believe it's possible for them. And the truth is there are millions of people that get a residual check. And it's something that everyone would love to have. And the gift that we have in this profession is that we have the vehicle and the training that can help people get it. And I love that about our profession. It's, it's one of the few professions that will really provide a level of freedom that will give people the choices that they don't have working a regular job. And most people that have jobs, if they, if they were given a four or five or $6,000 residual check, they would leave their job if they had that check. And we have the ability, we have the, a way that we can help people get that if they're willing to go to work and put in the time up front. I love that about a profession. And that's why I never apologize for it. That's one of the reasons why I have one today is because I believed it was possible and I went to work and it gives me the freedom to do things that, that most other people don't get to do. You as well. And it's hard, everybody. But so's broke. So's no residual income after you do that job for all that time. And people call me all the time and say, is this going to be hard? And I go, you're darn right it's going to be hard. It's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. But it done well, it's going to be worth it. And that's the most important part. This little tightly wound college graduate, summa cum grad, whatever you call yourself. I mean, he went out in the world and worked really, really hard and accomplished many things. But when he came home and got a little taste of this life, he likes what it tastes like, don't you? <laughs> Especially the fact that when I die, my check lives on. So that's got him pretty happy too. And that's why he has me not really watching my diet so well. Yeah. Keep going. Have another bonbon. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like you could go out. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something, Adrian? Just really quick. You know, that three, four, five thousand dollars a month. That's, that's less than a lot of people make, but if that becomes mailbox money, if that becomes a residual, the freedom that that gives to your life, I just, I hadn't thought about that in, in, until you shared that inside of Mark's story, that the freedom that that allows you to have this buffer to be able to go and do something that you wouldn't dare do in your life, or that you'd never have the opportunity because you'd never give yourself permission because you just don't have enough buffer, that's a huge deal. And I think you can live a much fuller, more joyful, more contributing life as a result of doing that. So I, I just, I loved that you shared it that way because yeah, you know, if you make a, a bazillion dollars a year in network marketing, obviously you're very, very happy about that. But that getting to that point is, a, is something that I think we can all get our heads around and that's life changing on a huge level because of what it opens up in terms of those options. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like what happens? If you work over the next five years, part-time, say 10 hours a week over the next five years, and you put in 10 hours a week and learn the business, learn the business of network marketing, and you create a check that equals your bills, what would your life be like? Yeah. Think yeah. about that. Now, there's lots of different ways. You could go and buy vending machines. You know, a, a good vending, a nice vending machine is somewhere in the range of three to $5,000. Actually, it can be even as high as $10,000. But you'll never make much money off one vending machine. And then you got to stock the machine and then you've got to make sure that the machines don't break. And then you got to collect the money out of the machines, all that, the accounting. So, you know, you might to be able to create a significant residual from vending machines, you might have to have 50,000 to a hundred thousand dollars into it. And then you have to be able to maintain that. So that's difficult. Or you could, you know, buy rentals. And I don't know, Tom, you've probably bought a few rentals in your life. Usually takes a lot fun usually takes a lot of money to do that. And there's a, there's a, you know, I own 49 rentals at my peak. I would take my network marketing residuals and I'd buy rentals. I've sold all my rentals, nothing wrong with that business, but I had almost a million dollars into the rentals, you know, in down payments and I had mortgages and all that. And then I had tenants that once in a while decided they wanted to sue for different things. 
Um, maybe a storm blows a, your tree over onto the neighbor's car. There's things that happen, but that's a difficult business. You can create residual there, but you usually have to have some money uh, and some resources to get that started. Or you can join your a network marketing business and put in some sweat equity. And you've got a team of people around you that want to share with you how to do it. There's so many books written. There's training out there. There's lots of free training on YouTube. There's the Tom Chenault show, leadership show. There's all these people that want to help you build your business that have, in, in a lot of cases, they have a stake in your success. So if you're successful, they're successful. So they want to teach you how to do it successfully. And uh, you, can, you can get started on a shoestring, unlike a lot of the other things that are out there that can create residual income. I think it's the best model out there for someone who doesn't, like myself, you know, I had $36,000 in Cut me off if you need if we need to move on to a break or whatever time. You're doing great. <laughs> um, but you know, I had thirty six thousand. I had uh, uh, thirty six thousand dollars in debt on twenty two credit cards when I joined my twelfth network marketing company. My rent was two hundred dollars a month. I was thirty four years old. Um, my job was paying me twenty eight thousand dollars a year until the company filed bankruptcy and cut my pay in half. At the age of thirty four, I was making fourteen thousand dollars a year. My rent was two hundred dollars a month, and I had roommates. And I had a Jeep in the street that it was broken down. That was when I joined my 12th network marketing company. I didn't make a penny on my first 11 companies. Not one penny, never sponsored one person. Joined my 12th company in uh, 1992. I knew Richard Brook from afar. I learned a lot from that guy, reading his books and listening to his cassette tapes. Is he still alive? Brooks still alive. Okay, He's good. Still kicking. Still right. kicking. But because of people like, I didn't know Tom Chenault yet, but because of people like Richard Brooke and John Milton Fogg and um, people like, you know, Art Jonak, and I didn't know Eric Worre yet, but these people were people that had stuff out there that could train me and I learned the business. And they say when opportunity and preparation come together. And in 1992, I finally figured out how to sponsor a distributor. And over the course of the next 13 years, I signed up 144 people. And uh, I signed up 129 people in 144 months, so less than one a month. And five of those 129 went on to build with me a team of 85,000 distributors and a quarter million customers. And I made millions of dollars with that company, but that was after 10, uh, uh, it, was, it was 11 companies in 10 years and I didn't make a penny. And then I, in 1992, I joined my 12th company and I finally figured out how to, set up an appointment. I was meeting people, how to set up an appointment, doing all the things we talked about already on the show today and uh, how to show the business and follow up. And as a result of those things, I started bringing in one person a month and I found out that for every 20 or 30 people you bring in, you got one person that wants to be a rock star that will go out and do the work. And so out of those 129 people that I signed up over 14 years, 124 of them either quit or became customers and five of them decided that they wanted to be serious about this business and they built large organizations within my team and I get to benefit because I was in front of that growth. Yeah. And that's what you just said. And it took time and you kissed a lot of frogs, but you look back on it and it was more than worth it. Wasn't it more than worth it? I would do it all over again. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it, residual income is such a gift. And if, if people really understood the, the value that it would provide to their life, they would, um, they would stick around and learn whatever lessons they need to learn to create it in their lives. Because it's, it's phenomenal just to be able to wake up every day knowing that once you've spent your money, it's coming back. Every month you spend your money, it's coming back. Isn't that a cool concept? You take $100 out of your wallet, you spend it, and you know what? The difference between your $100 bill, not you, Tom, but most people, the difference between your $100 bill and my $100 bill is my $100 bill comes back and I don't have to go to work. But I put in the price. I, I paid the price up front. Yep. It was worth it. And Richard Brooke talks about it in a four-year career. If it's you not, oh, hey, check this out. Richard, check this out. 
All oh, right. Well, you little ass kisser. <laughs> I love this book. This is one of my favorite books of all time. Everybody that has a job needs to read this book. Everybody needs to read this book that has a job. That is a four-year career for Elizabeth. That Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The four-year career. He has got a couple of cases of them there. Those are my business cards in there. That's so awesome. Where are you, Starbucks? I'm in my condo. Okay, got you <laughs> checking. That is so exciting. All yeah. right, we're going to take a little tiny break here. This is the most delightful, nice guy, jordanadler.com, contactmapping.com. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault and Adrian Chenault on the Genesis Communication Network, which happens to be on the radio. We'll be back right after this. The radio, what a concept. There we go. Now we're on, the, now this is an internet this show. Is, right? Yeah, now we're back on the internet show. <laughs> so this is the funnest part, because you can cuss. Who's my guest next week? Somebody tell me. Brooke saw the, oh, thank goodness. Richard didn't fall asleep over there in Hawaii, <laughs> and he saw you hold up all his books. So he's all happy. Nice. Unbelievable. Talk about a guy knowing who's going to be the guest next week sending him a case of free books just in case you're going to be on an internet radio show. <laughs> the guy is a marketing genius. Was, this was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy stuff. So this is, uh, what's going on? So Jordan, you didn't even tell me about your little 2020 thing. This is unbelievable. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, good. I'm fired. <laughs> Maybe if you check texts, emails, answer the phone, or check on something. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, talk a little bit about, I, I, wa I have really watched the way that you carry yourself, the opportunities that I've had to be around you. And I, I just love the way that you make friends. I see it over and over again. And so talk a little bit about wh what is your secret to making, you know, to continuing to develop friendships over and over and over again throughout this whole career in network marketing? Yeah. So, well, for one thing, I know that um, the, the gateway to the world is through your friendships. That's the first thing. The second thing is when you stop, when you meet somebody new and you stop and you let go of all the, the noise and the thoughts that, that keep you in, in, inwardly focused and you focus on them, and ask questions and really listen, listen to what they say, ask questions that, that, you know, be curious, be curious with people. So when I meet somebody new, I want to know a little bit about them. I want to know, you know, how did they get here? Like, what are their interests? Tell me a little bit about your family. Um, what do you love to do? So I ask questions and I listen. How did you end up in this environment? Who connected you to network marketing? Why did you get involved in network marketing? So I ask lots of questions and I listen. And then I can use my contact mapping to record it so that, because I'm not going to remember. And then I can go back to my contact mapping, type in any keyword and it all comes up. And I can see what did we talk about in case I don't remember, which I probably won't remember. So that's, so one is, you know, being genuinely interested in the other person. Secondly is complimenting with sincere compliments. Third is looking for a way to, if, if it's somebody you're interested in and you want to stay connected with, make sure you connect in some way, whether it be follow each other on Instagram, become friends on Facebook, get their information into your contact mapping, uh, get their address and send them a card, whatever it is you do to stay connected to them. And contact mapping even reminds you to, at, at your, you know, you can say three months, six months, a year, when you want to get back with them, it'll, it'll remind you to do that. And so um, those are all important. Those are all real important things, but that's, those are the things that when I, when I meet somebody new, uh, I want to um, build a bridge as quickly as possible. And then I'm also going to be looking for things that I can do for them that will bring value to their life in some way. So those are the, some of the things that I think about. That is so awesome. And you guys, Jordan is the top of the heap, but everything he just said 
you could do. And he does it. I've watched him do exactly what he just said. And I owe you like $200 for that. <laughs> and so thank you. But, but I watch you do that. I watch you walk that talk. So I know we're over the break. I know I got to shut up, but thank you. That was tremendous. Thank you, Adrian. Did, how did he come from you? <laughs> and wait, we're back. wait, wait, this that is was, the network that marketing was... leadership show with Tom Chanel <laughs> and Jordan Adler. Just ask a very profound question. He said, "I have never." It wasn't. It was just a statement. He said, "I've never seen two people more like chip off the old block than you and your dad." <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't this? I mean, for those of you listening on the radio, Adrian doesn't look like me. He certainly doesn't act like me, but he's a lot more like me than you think because he's got this little wild streak that he doesn't really let see people see that much. He is one adorable kid <laughs> who I think I, I feel like I've known you all my life. All your I, I bet I bet he's I bet he's amazing on the hoverboard. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. so we were at breakfast with this lady this morning. This cute little probably eighty-year-old lady comes by and she goes, "You know." you look so much like this guy who used to be in this Boulder theater and blah, 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 blah. And I go, that's really interesting. You know, was he hanging around Littleton around 1984 by chance? <laughs> yeah, she, she thought the guy might be his dad. Yeah, it was so sad. But the fact is, is he's a great kid. Nothing is a greater honor than working with your son every day. And I'm just, I love you and thank you. But for those of you who want to know who next week's guest is, guest is, it's Richard Brooke. Did you realize that? Phenomenal. Get those beach money books in the mail, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so we need some beach monies to plug his show with you. So that'll be just perfect. We'll be going both directions. But yeah, we uh, content is everything. And we want Ivan Misner on this show because I am telling you, we have got to connect the world. And we have to connect them through love, through relationship, all this social media. This has got to be a connection device, not a, and I'm holding up a phone for those of you on the radio, not a separation device. And what it's become is a separation device. If you don't believe me, ask your wife or your husband or your kids who are so sick of you looking at your phone and not being with them because it isn't a connection device. You've got to learn that and learn it in a hurry and use your phone as a tool, not as something to absolutely ruin relationships with people. Would you agree? 100% agree. And your point about the kids is actually, I mean, I, I hate even telling this story because I just feel so guilty. But uh, as you might imagine, as a millennial who has an app company who is truly an addict of this thing, every time, I, you know, I, I will pick it up and I, wa I, I watch my kids get frustrated just like the the virtue of me or the non-virtue whatever the opposite is of virtue of me picking this thing up i watch their countenance change when i do it and we've just we've got to be here and i've got to learn to be better in that way but it, it's just the, the same thing is happening in the conversation that you're having at that coffee shop or in that business meeting you think that they don't see you glance down at your phone or do whatever they know exactly what you're doing and it's I mean, it's an epidemic and I am exhibit A of that epidemic. So uh, don't hear that as me telling you what to do and, you know, being high and mighty. I'm not, but it's a, it's a big deal. It's a bigger deal than we all appreciate it. I think. Yeah. So, and Jordan, you are again, the king of relationships and we appreciate you more than you're ever going to know being our friend actually being such a proponent of what we're doing, trying to make the world better. What you've done with Send Out Cards is absolutely magical. You have been the benchmark of that company. Cody Bateman is a lucky man to have you. And it was incredible that you hooked him up with us and let us meet him and be on his podcast because we got to see why you're at that company. And God bless you. And thank what, you. I was just checking my texts here. What were you saying? Amen <laughs> <laughs> to that. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, it's fun. It's, it's fun once you realize it and you spot it and you can call it on yourself and you can strive to be that better person. People are going to notice that you're paying attention to them because they've been noticing forever that you don't. And you're that refreshing person that's actually listening and people notice. So Thank take you. that on. Put that on your alarms. Yeah. No, that's a great point too, right? It's It becomes a super, paying attention to people is a superpower because nobody else does it. And you do that super well. Thank you so much.
Yeah. So you. what else? Well, you got anything else? We're like talking about the same thing over and over and over again. We're kind of like- You're the host of the radio show. Okay, so- built into the title. Is, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here in the next two minutes, Jordan? We have two minutes. Yes. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. I, I think that uh, the number one reason that people don't make it in the business is because they get frustrated at some point and that results in them quitting. And quitting is not a great strategy for success in our business. Every single person that's ever made it had uh, challenges bigger than yours. If they've made it, they've had challenges bigger than yours. And the difference between you and them is that they learned something instead of thro throwing in the towel. They used it as an opportunity to learn. What did they need to conquer to get through it so that they could take their business to a whole new level? And that starts at the very beginning when you're brand new. When you get, when you get feedback from the universe that it's not working for you, that doesn't mean it's not gonna work for you. That, just, that doesn't mean it's not for you. That just means that you have something to learn and you can then take your business to the next level by learning whatever lessons the universe is bringing to you and working through those, whether it be by just trying it again or by getting with somebody that's done it and asking them questions, uh, figure out what it is that is causing you to get shut down and working through those challenges to take you to the next level. So that would be my advice is when you have challenges, don't quit. That just means it's an opportunity to learn something. All right, everybody, go to jordanadler.com. Take a look at that. Go to contactmapping.com. Take a look at that. Come back here next week and listen to Richard Bliss Brook. He is going to be magnificent just like Jordan was. And no matter what, connect with people. We love you. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.